0: This is the Modern Eater Show.
1: Piping hot and delicious. The Modern
2: Eater. Boom, boom,
1: boom,
0: Oh, And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker,
3: and Brian Freeman. Yes, 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 and yes, the Modern Eater show live right now. Okay, we finally got it going. We're back. All right, we are doing it. Richie, you did a great job stretching there. Uh, live on Facebook, live on YouTube. Go to the Moderneater.com. You can check us out, and there's a live feed there to the show. Big show with us tonight. Brian Freeman to my side. You look very dapper, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Handsome, man. It's the holidays, man. Your jacket was my shirt. I mean, literally, (laughs) Brian walked in with a jacket on that was like my shirt. I had to make you take it off because we looked a little crazy. But uh, happy holidays, and that's what it's all about, a little bit of holiday parties going on. Exactly. So thanks for joining us tonight. Big show straight to the man of the hour right now, Kevin Morrison. Tacos, tequila, whiskey, no commas. No commas. Let's go, through. baby. I know. Let's, through. This is cool stuff. So I don't know, the FCC regulations. I don't even know if I can say the 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 P word
4: is weird. You can say the P word. The P word in, right? in Spanish. You can say it. Yeah.
3: So uh, F word Spanish, and then tacos. That's what you're yep. known for here in town.
4: That's how we got started with a food truck. I know it. Cherry that's, Creek, Cherry Creek Farmers Market, uh, Pearl Street Farmers Market. That's where we started. You, you guys never crossed paths, you and Brian Freeman? He's always running
3: around at farmer's
4: markets. Nah, if, if he was dressed like that, I would have noticed that. I, I know you would, but he's usually
3: not. He's usually in a shirt that says either resist or I love dirt or something like that. But truly, and let's just back up. You're going to assemble some delicious food here for us tonight. But, um, I mean, here you go. Your, your Your career is long and illustrious. It's just getting going, but your beginnings is in produce.
4: Yeah. So I was, uh, let me see, got back in, dates back to my days in Chicago. I was dealing with specialty produce and then came out to Denver, started my own company, Red Tomato, and then we went from a specialty vendor to a mainline vendor. But my my passion in my heart was with the specialty stuff.
3: Now you, you were the doing money. microgreens and lettuce. <laughs> Is there money in
4: that? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially at that time. Brian, he, there's money you know, in that. Did there's you no, know? I know,
3: you know, <laughs> something. <laughs> Grower's organic. He, He's got great stuff. We use his stuff. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian. Uh, again, uh, the the term that we coined is uh, Brian's forgotten more than we'll ever know about produce. <laughs> I, and I love that about you, Brian. How much uh, uh, you've gone to every one of these restaurants and Fish and Beer? Yes. I haven't gone to. You have? I haven't gone to Fish and Beer, but I've been to his. You guys need to get out more, man. Well, listen, talk about it real quick.
4: Yeah, Fish and Beer, we're at 3510 Larimer in mm-hmm. Rhino. Uh, dinner only, six nights a week, wood-fired, grilled. Mo- majority of our menu comes off the wood-fire.
3: Everything you would want.
4: Alamosa Bass, East Coast Oysters, West Coast Oysters, Octopus. Great chef in there, great bar program. Changes all, everything changes all the time. Fun, small place, 50 seats, so it's yeah. busy.
3: So back to the tacos. Yeah. Um, second choice, burgers was your deal.
4: Burgers, I was trying to do a burger joint and three people beat me to the punch. So I'm like, ah, tacos is second.
3: What were those burger joints at the time? I, mean,
4: I, guess, I think Tad Burger Bar, Smash Burger. Uh, I can't remember these oh, There's other like, one. Smash, like Smash like
3: Park, ben Lark. I <laughs> like <laughs> Bad Daddy's yeah.
4: or one yeah. of those as well. I'm happy I settled on tacos though. I love oh, so it. Is yeah. So is Denver. So is Denver. That's my passion. And man.
3: Thank you. Colfax location.
4: Colfax was our original one. Yeah. Colfax in New York. And then. Um, was that 2012? Oh, geez 2011 Halloween 2011. night 2011 Halloween night yeah Let and then 2013 we opened in the Highlands
0: did you feel like that first place at Colfax was a risk just cuz no parking I mean you've got the little lot on the side there but
4: you know I didn't only because the rent was so cheap and that's the only reason I took that place is because I knew I could get a job and pay rent if it went under yep so I wasn't too worried about it now looking back how I look at locations with parking demographic car counts all that stuff It was kind of a risky move. Yeah, Yeah. but you do well there. I mean, every time I've been in there, you guys are
0: busy. I mean, always.
3: It's interesting because Colfax BID actually uses them, an example of how you can be successful on Colfax.
4: <laughs> it was a little challenging yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. There was a lot of atmosphere down there at sure. Colfax. Yes, there is. Yeah, so, and there still is, but yeah. that's what makes it great. Yeah, it
3: kind of fits the brand.
4: It does. Right? Yeah, it yeah. does. We're, I mean, we're street tacos. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be a little gutsy coming in. Yeah, so your background with Mexican food, what's up with that? Tacos, tequila, whiskey, that was it, man. Uh, I grew up in a part of Indiana. We had a lot of family-run Mexican restaurants, uh-huh. and my dad would always take me and just love the cuisine but i grew up our tacos at home were you know the ground beef the packaged packaged (laughs) package seasoning cheddar cheese no doubt huh? yeah but i still mccormick seasoning exactly (laughs) man but i still love those when i do taco night at home that's what i do msg nice yeah yeah Uh,
3: so i mean here it is you're into tacos now fish and beer but ingredients wise Three is where you like it.
4: Uh, I mean, pre- that's how you were taught, right? Three is simple, yeah. So the guy I worked for in Chicago, I loved the dude. He was my chef mentor, my business mentor, because he was a chef owner, Paul Laduca from Vince. Oh, yeah. Then went on, he opened the Mexican concept, Adobo Grill, who's killing it today. Oh, he. Yeah, that that's country? a double yeah, grill. yeah, yeah. He does great. So I worked for him. I got to work for him for a year. And learn more than I realized every year I kind of shoot him a, shoot him an email and say, "Hey, man, thanks for being hard on me. Thanks for instilling you know the basics into me." but now, he was always mean, three ingredients. does that mean no complex flavors no you can, you can still get a lot of complex flavors i mean i don 't stick to the rule one hundred percent our lingua taco. We probably have five or six different mm-hmm. ingredients in there, but what our philosophy at tacos is you know we're using ingredients that are native to mexico i'm just putting a gringo twist on it yeah you know because i didn't i didn't grow up with the cuisine Uh i didn't study the cuisine i know what i like as a chef because that's my background i think i got a decent handle on what the public wants so you know i went to mexico every year We, we always go to tulum and i'd always seek out the street vendors and I just look what they're doing and I kind of gringo fight, as I call it. Nice. Put a twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, your favorite?
0: I got two questions. No, sorry. No, two, not,
4: my not. favorite is the one I'm doing. I got two favorites. The one I'm doing tonight, queso a la plancha, vegetarian, griddled cotilla cheese, which they call Mexican parmesan, uh, avocado or guacamole, tomatillo salsa. But my favorite meat ones are carnitas. It's amazing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Simple. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what's your favorite tequila or whiskey? Ooh.
3: Wait, and whiskey. Tequila or tequila. And no,
4: tequila or. That's a tough one. Depends who's paying. <laughs> hey, I'm paying. Oh, you're, you're paying? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, you know what? Uno Dos Trace is an amazing tequila. All, all lines. Like yep. their Unos, their Blanco. Mm-hmm. They have an amazing tequila. I Are like you a Blanco that. guy? I'm a Blanco Me guy, too. yeah. I think yeah. everybody is. I'm wondering it's just, who's
3: drinking these other ones. Yeah,
4: no, it Just. It, I mean, it's our most popular, mm-hmm. and it's just the great tequila to sip. I love it with a cigar. Um, and then as far as whiskey man.
3: Local. Just say local. Oh, local? Oh, like, like, yeah, Stranies, aren't yeah aren't right? they? Yeah, that's yeah. your deal right there? Laws,
4: laws I'm, I'm a big Laws guy. Yeah. yeah. That's because ah. you're paying, but I'm a big Laws guy. Ah, let I know Al,
3: right. so we'll just have Al yeah. bring No, they have owls. great stuff. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Uh, so, fish and beer, out of left field, or no?
4: Um, yeah, but that's kind of how I like to do things. Yeah. You know, shoot I the asked head. him
3: earlier, I don't even know if he wants me to, hey man, why'd you, he said I was bored.
4: Yeah, I was bored, honestly. Really? I and mean, so I kind of, like, I kind of feel like I run my course for a while and I need something new. So it was fish and beer the last three years, and now I'm jumping back into the kitchen at tacos. And we're kind of elevating our dining, our uh, taco program again.
3: Are you so bored again
4: yet? I'm bored a little bit. Really? I think it's my ADHD, so I try to use it to my advantage. <laughs> is that what it the is? Med, the meds aren't working, so I'm just using it to my yeah, advantage. sure. So back, uh, and rewind,
3: spicy pickle. Yeah. Do you mind talking about that just a little bit? It's a
4: sour story, but I, it's all right.
3: I know, but I think it's a lesson to learn.
4: No, it was a good experience. I didn't go to, well, I went to a lot of colleges. I just chose not to finish. So So that was kind of my education in life.
3: One of the founders?
4: Yep. Or the founder? No, one of the founders was a buddy of mine. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Spicy Pickle. Then it, you... you,
4: It was great. You know, Tony Walker and I started it. Uh, He was the chef at Barolo Grill, and I had the red tomato produce, and we decided to start this company. Uh, spicy pickle.
3: Wasn't there one on 8th and Colorado?
4: 8th and Colorado was our second location. Yeah. 9th and Lincoln was our first. Yeah. Oh, 9th and Lincoln? Yeah, and uh, I would drive to Il Fernile, the restaurant that was in town. They baked our bread fresh every day, so I'd drive there, pick it up. We used boar's head meats and cheeses, uh, some cool ingredients. I mean, at that time it was really different sun dried tomatoes, roasted eggplant. I mean, in a sub sandwich, yeah. you know, where do you get roasted eggplant? Yeah, yeah. I'm a roasted sandwich. Roasted portabilos. I love that. It was, it was so fun, yeah. man. It was so fun. It was a good. It was a good ride. Ten years You're making ten years yeah. of making sandwiches. Yeah, and then no. we went. We started franchising, and then we went public. And, and,
3: and, and, and so, new CEO, right?
4: New new CEO. Yeah,
3: and said uh, we're going a different <laughs> direction, sir. He,
4: he invited me to take my talents elsewhere. Did he really? Very, very politely. That's an interesting. Thing. So, so I got fired from a company I started. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it happens. I yeah. was very vocal, it and uh, I wasn't a great employee. Did you so go that's, down. I'm like, man, I better open my own business because I'm, <laughs> I'm unhirable. Listen, I say that all the time. Yeah. I'm yeah. unemployable.
3: I yeah. truly am. I have to cut my own road because I'm unemployable. We're sitting here and catching up. Kevin Morrison here in the kitchen, Studio Kitchen Colorado. Thanks for joining us tonight here on the Modern Eater Show. We're going to assemble your favorite taco, right? Yep. Next segment, we're going to assemble this uh, favorite ta- taco of Kevin. And I wanted to just ask you for about the spicy pickle. Number one lesson you learned out of that whole thing, 10 years of your life.
4: Control your own destiny. That's it, you know?
3: How, how did those that you know they're looking in this business especially such small margins and it's funny they put break at 30 I've been doing this for 20 years but then it's like chef uh, turn the turn the stove on you know type yeah, of right. thing. Um, you've got you've got this going on and we're you're migrating into the future are you gonna give us a glimpse of it, next time you're bored what you're gonna do Oof. You've got to be thinking about not, it right I'm now. I'm
4: superstitious. I have something that I'm churning that right, I'm talking about to some Well, friends. they always
3: say burger, pizza, taco.
4: Yeah, it's not going to be pizza. It's not going to be pizza. There's Too many. Do you like pizza though? it's You're one of my Chicago favorite foods for a while. Yeah, no, there's I uh, mean my buddy owns Marco's coal-fired pizza. My buddy Drew owns Fat Sully's. I don't want to compete with those guys. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they do a good job. They do a great job, and uh, in Denver just, stepping up a little it, bit. The whole restaurant scene in Denver is awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I travel a lot, and uh, you know, when talking to other chefs around the cities and restaurant tours, I and mean, it's a good scene. I mean, we have other restaurant tours coming here and opening places, so that's always a good sign. Mm-hmm.
0: It is interesting if you think about it. We have I like I'd be curious about the restaurants per capita of good restaurants. Yeah, because you come to Denver, we've only got five million people in Colorado. And we've got a ton of great restaurants. You go to places. I mean, I I like in Colorado to a, mm-hmm. an L.A., San Francisco mm-hmm. any day of the week. Because
3: you live here. And then, no, I, I
0: I travel, and I was just out there, and there's some great. Great restaurants, yeah. but we've got a lot here.
4: We have a lot, and a lot of them are approachable. I mean, from a from a from just a dining standpoint to a dollar standpoint, mm-hmm. they're so much more approachable than other cities. It's yeah.
3: amazing you hear a lot of people complain about ticket prices. In, in, here in Denver, you go to another city, you're going to spend a lot more on an entree. Um, for sure yeah, truly you are. Yeah. We're going it's six thirty on six thirty K How IHAR radio station, uh, live at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Brian Freeman, Greg Holland Bag, Jay Parker, Little Ridge Snyders in the Little Ridge Corner with Chris Johnson. There he is, Rome sausage. Uh, cool. Chris, some ingredients tonight being used by Kevin. That will be awesome. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll assemble these tacos, talk some food when we
5: come back. Right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
2: What's happening over at Rome?
5: You know, we're seeing uh, a lot of uh, custom opportunities pop up in the last 30, 60 days, nice. and I think a large part of that is the minimum wage increase in Denver. I think restaurateurs are getting, you know, a little bit uh, gun shy about hiring new folks and paying these, you know, the high minimum wage that they're looking at. So they're they're looking to outsource you know a consistent, you know production from somebody else so it's been a blessing for us yeah
2: which uh, so so tell us what's your when it, when we're all hibernating
5: and we want those stronger flavors what's the what's the sausage what's the product well, we do see a lot of chorizo uh, in winter, and uh, really any of the bulk items like breakfast, uh, Italian bulk, hot Italian bulk, chorizo. Um, you know, it's comfort food season, so like, you know, pastas, lasagnas, breakfast burritos, that kind of stuff. So we see more of the bulk through those winter months, more of the links in the uh, summer grilling months. Awesome. Hey, reach out to Rome. There's
2: none better. We'll be right back. Hey it's Greg Holland back. Anymore these days when I
3: go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in the Goods restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never ever any hormones antibiotics or steroids the goods is truly a cultural melting pot a family restaurant open to all their bar program is amazing saddle up at their long luxurious bar have a nice craft beer or a cocktail like their facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week located on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore across from east high school with free parking in a garage in back look them up online
2: TheGoodsRestaurant.com. I'll see you at the goods. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rocolitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent mills and i know you will too to bake the best you must use the best learn more at ardentmills.com
6: hey brewery and restaurant owners listen up do you want to save 10 to 20 percent on your natural gas bill of course you do saving money is making money your savings is just a phone call away call brian Rizzuto now 720-245-5771 720-245-5771 it's on core energy yeah did you taste it Hey, live will All right, back to the show in just a minute, you guys. But before we do that, I want to talk about bread, and I want to talk Aspen Baking. It's the holiday season, you guys. You know you want to put bread on your table. What says love better than uh, local bread? No preservatives, no artificial coloring, no chemicals of any kind. Whether you're into hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, Aspen Baking does it all. AspenBaking.com is where you want to go to get all the information. Hashtag How's Your Aspen. If you need boxed lunches, they do catering now, too, uh, with Rome Sausage, who coincidentally will be on the show a little bit later. So, boxed lunches, all natural bread, all delicious, all local. It's AspenBaking.com.
0: Hi, Michael
1: Myers from the store. I'll say whatever you want. <laughs> That'll get
5: me in
3: trouble. Throw your headset on, Chef. Write it like you stole it look it like you stole it. You're listening to Modern movie. Yes, you are, Michael Myers from 291 Distillery. Uh, he's such a great guy, and we'll catch up with Michael Myers soon. Back at Studio Kitchen Colorado, we got a lively crowd here in the house tonight, and things are just heating up, and I think it's because of the man of the hour, Kevin Morrison. There you are. What's I want. I want to say "P Taco" so bad on the air. Say it. Say just, it. Just say it, man. I, <laughs> just I say it. Just say,
4: say it. Say it. I might get sued though. <laughs> Taco I have a cease and desist order. Do you against really? Me. Yeah. A few years ago. A few years ago, you got one. By who? The city. No, the city suggests that I change the name. There's a company out in LA that uh, has a very similar name. Okay, all right. They were in well, business, they're you know, always.
3: But I like this name too. It's Taco yes. Tequila Whiskey. And um, you're going to assemble one of these tacos. Again, let's do a recap. What are you making?
4: Yeah, so this is our queso la plancha taco, vegetarian. This is the first taco that we ever got pressed on in Denver. Westward Magazine came to our um, taco wagon at Pearl Street Market on a Sunday. And the reporter, Lori Mitson, ordered this, Lord. fell in love with it, and wrote, us about, wrote up about it. And uh, it's just been blowing up ever since. And there it is. It's, held, it is. it's
3: held the course. All right. And yeah. this is
4: vegetarian. This is vegetarian, and uh, like meat eaters love it. Like we get so many meat eaters that said, "No, I'll never try it." So we'd send it out to the table, or if we had a food show, we'd send it out to them, and they fell in love with it. I love it. So we're gonna we're gonna start. We start with we only use rocklita tortillas. Of course. We we'll work with three here, so we have our corn tortillas. We only use corn tortillas. This is our griddled cotilla cheese. Oh, that looks so good. I know. So it's a cow's milk cheese. They call it the Mexican Parmesan. It tastes very similar to uh, Parmesan. Does it take on a different flavor at that point? The cheese, once you griddle it like this, all, it caramelizes so mm-hmm. it brings out the natural saltiness mm-hmm. in the cheese and a little bit of a nutty flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a great combination. This is our house. It's just just guacamole, we, you know smashed avocados, salt, and lime, and that's it. Interesting. No garlic. No. uh, Nope. Nope. You're back.
0: Your three ingredients.
4: That's it. Yeah, that's it. Right. (laughs) And then our roasted tomatillo salsa. Perfect. And then go ahead and try that. Make sure you get some lime on there. The acid's gonna. The acid's gonna kind of bring everything together. All right, Brian.
3: And I know that this is right up your alley too, Brian. Is this hot though? Spicy, huh? Yeah, Brian. No, 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 no the you got a little baby man, stomach. No, Brian. No, no.
4: <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of heat, so there's a little... You're se- not? Not at all. There's a little serrano chili in the salsa, but uh, very mild. More of a background heat.
3: Mm. And I love the way it eats, too. Now,
4: you could put some protein on there. <laughs> you could. At me I like, don't know why you'd want to, but <laughs> you could. Hey, man, back off. I got, a, I got a cool dish right here we just created tonight. That's delicious. And you're right. You do need that. That acid. is insane. Isn't that good? Yeah. Simple.
3: Very simple. Very delicious. That's great. That just well, keeps... Well, the cheese, Do you notice,
0: I mean, yeah. very specific flavor profiles in each one of his right. three ingredients,
4: which yeah.
3: makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah.
4: Just layers of flavor. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: interesting. Traditionally, a lot of Mexican food, American Mexican food, lots of cheese. Traditional Mexican food, not so much cheese. Not so much, yeah. At all? Yeah. So that's a great dish.
4: Yeah, and not the yellow stuff.
3: What do you got? Yeah, not the yellow stuff. So what this is
4: the, the chorizo. Um, we did. We roasted some cold-roasted, some sweet potatoes, pureed it down with just a little bit of cumin to add a little another level of uh, flavor. That's so good. I got and then we're going to put a little chorizo on here. And then we're gonna finish this one with a little bit of feta cheese. It's gonna get a little bit of a tang and a little bit of saltiness. Now that's shocking to me, you're throwing feta on there. Yeah, it's a little different, but all the flavors marry really well together and it works. Give that. Give that a a try. The is awesome. It's got a little kick to it, which is really nice.
3: Three (laughs) ingredients (laughs) as well, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is not coincidence, is it? it? Some of the other dishes on uh, on the menu.
4: Yeah, so uh, our lingua, our cow tongue, that's been really popular. My other favorite is the carnitas, braised pork butt. It's a really nice dish. Then we crisp it up on the plancha right before service. That's a really nice dish. I
0: really appreciate it when a chef will take parts that w- most people are afraid of.
4: Tripe, yeah, we're Tripe, lingua. More, the, doing I mean, the lingua's been on the menu from the food truck days, and it's always done really well. We've played around with duck tongue. We've uh, That's nice. A little bit hard to work with because it's so little. Little, yeah. But it's uh, it's got a cool flavor.
3: That has a little heat to it.
4: A little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, I like the sweetness of the sweet potato. I love this. And it, Not just
3: like I love this one. This that, is great.
4: That might hit our brunch menu. That with the egg over it is awesome.
3: I can see that for sure. Oh. That's fantastic. Oh, man, these everybody behind us is like, hey, when do we get to eat it <laughs> smell, a little, it Smells good in here. a little bit of food? Uh, Studio Kitchen, so you're cooking over fire, right? The cooking over fire, yeah, I love it. How about uh, fishing and uh, beer? You're doing a lot Fish of it. Fishing
4: beer, a lot of our stuff's over fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a grill, maybe about, about this size, actually, but, man, our grill person, she cranks out the oysters, whole bass, octopus. We do a lobster mac and cheese, but the grill, lobster's grilled whole. And then the mac and cheese is oh, on the side. Oh. Yeah, it's a great dish.
3: Man, yeah. that's okay. Me and you, we're going on a date, Brian, right there mm-hmm. for that one. I like it. Uh, uh, food trucks. You started out in a food truck. Is that something out of necessity, or did you want to do that? Well, I mean,
4: it- you know, I wanted to test the market, and it's what I had the money for. You know, I didn't have the money to do a brick and mortar, so uh, oh. I sold some shares in my old company, Spicy Pickle, mm-hmm. to finance that project. Yeah. And um, found the company down in Alabama. Bought a bought a Ford F one hundred and fifty. on Saturday drove down there, on Sunday, and drove back that following week, and uh, got it wrapped, it. and I was in business. Seems like you move quick. When you're ready to do. When something, I'm ready, you go. when I'm ready to go, I go. Rock and roll. It's, it might take me a little while to get there, but once I'm there, I'm there. Are
3: you still prepping three days a week?
4: No, unfortunately, I have to do some office stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, business as you get bigger. Yeah. It, it, it For How some do you reason, stay connected, it connected though. How do I stay connected? Yeah, Yeah, I'm jumping back in the kitchen. Like my, Tori's here with me. She she runs everything. She kind of she made sure I showed up on time tonight. Without her, without her, I wouldn't be. Wait, you were here first. Okay, (laughs) she came here a little. (laughs) You weren't supposed to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, the guy in the studio is going to edit that out. (laughs) No, but she runs her office. She runs basically the business end of things. Mm -hmm. So she's letting me get back into the kitchen now, which is I'm grateful for. And that's where I belong. That's where I like to be. Right. That's where I'm happy.
3: That's why I was wondering, you went through so many um, corporate changes within yourself. Yeah. Like a corporate mindset.
4: Yeah. And, you know, I, I, over the years, I, as we grew, I think I found myself thinking about things too much. Mm-hmm. And then the last year, the last six months, probably, it's. I was talking to some uh, mentors of mine. One's my brother and some other mentors. And they're like, man, you need to just go back to the basics and keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And that's now that's what I'm doing. Gotcha. And that's where I'm happier, and it's it's so far it's working out.
3: In bi- in business, I always talk about pivoting. Yep. No, knowing when you need to take a left turn. Yeah, you got
4: to pivot for sure. Yeah. Some yeah. of
3: the pivot moments in your life.
4: Um, I, probably my biggest one. I've ha- I've had cancer twice. Yeah, twice. So that was a big moment. It kind of made me stop and think about what I want to do. And you you know life's short. You you can never be never take tomorrow for granted. So that was a big one especially the second when it came around the second time how are you doing i'm good yeah i've been in remission i mean 10 10 years hallelujah well, congratulations, so, yeah, right? yeah that's, oh, that's good great. it's all good okay, that's great so every so you know sometimes i forget and then I, once a year i go back for my check but i'm like yeah i need to check myself and
3: does that make you take the, your foot off the pedal or just put things in different perspective?
4: Just put things in a different perspective yeah yeah yeah.
3: so guys out there in this business right now that are you know struggling like do i keep the doors open do i close them uh how do i continue do am i working on the right brand i always talk about the power of quitting actually knowing when you're taking your sweat equity of something but it's yeah. ruining your potential equity
4: no it, towards I mean, something there's, else you know there's sometimes it's it's good to quit something mm-hmm. um luckily i have a great team and that's who i lean on when things get hard i just kind of. We we just gather around and we talk and it's like hey do we want to keep going with this brand or this concept or this location and you know I have a great team I have accounting HR and touring admin and director of ops so it's it's like a real business a, it, it, yeah it's like it's like a grown up business <laughs> like <laughs> I can do this for a living a good one yeah. expansion now you moved right. into Arizona. Well, we, we moved in and then we moved out You're three out? years later. Yeah. You're in yeah. and out. Yeah. And that's a pivoting point. It was a, good, it was a good education for me and I think for my team. And it made me stop and think about how important working with good quality people is. Mm-hmm. That was our downfall. We had a great location, beautiful store. Uh, we just didn't, I didn't put the right people in the right positions. And, Talent uh, is hard.
0: I mean, I'll tell you, but these really days hard. there's yeah. a lot of you know, good businesses out there. There's a lot of emerging new businesses and uh, emerging technologies all over the place. And you've got people's attention going every direction in my, my eyes. Um, so I think it's hard. I wish we had a lot more time with you tonight because I'd really like to go in that business side of where you've come from and how you, you know, transitioned out of a, you know, huge starting at a truck, going to the corporate level, coming back down to a truck, you know, in a sense.
4: Yeah, that was my probably biggest challenge was the business and the things. That was the biggest gap. Um, a creative mind. A lot of it, learned the hard way, which I'm fine yeah. with. Yeah. And then uh, a lot of it is just trial and error. Are you, you more know, of
3: the creative type?
4: Yeah 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah yeah I'm not the book guy. You can I'm not the one that sits you can there.
3: vision it. I just don't know where to start to build it.
4: Yeah, I can vision it. I, I know how to get there. Mm-hmm. I have trouble sometimes communicating my sure. thoughts and that's why it gets frustrating and I'm sure I frustrate my staff. Tori she's shaking her head. Yep, yep. Um somehow we get there. Yeah. I don't know how. A lot, of, a lot of meetings at the cigar bar with a bottle of whiskey. Oh, that always works, yeah. right?
3: Uh, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Let's talk sourcing. Let's talk ingredients, the cool. importance of ingredients, and then local companies, too. Yeah. How do we support one another within our community? I think that's very important. Again, Kevin Morrison here with us. Tacos, tequila, whiskey, and fish and beer. He's assembled some great tacos. Which was your favorite, Brian? You know, I actually like the first one better. Did you? Uh, Just because I. I was down with the second one. Yeah. I mean, both equally delicious, but the second one is. Totally different flavors.
0: That that second one with the little sweet potato in there. Still lingering in my mouth. Oh, yeah.
3: What do we need? What are we missing? Tequila. (laughs) You need the tequila. Okay, we're going to break off, come back, do in the kitchen. Chris Johnson from Rome Sausage is going to join us with Kevin Morrison. All's well in the world. It's a beautiful Saturday night in the doldrums of the end of fall, man. Uh, Winter equinox is upon us here shortly, and then we'll get back into that winter. And then... Our favorite season, springtime. Spring time. And the road trip. Lots going but on. But I will
0: tell you some of the most beautiful sunrises that we've had in a long time in the last week.
3: Uh, you would have to I be mean. up for a sunrise. I know. I that's know, a weird thing for you, isn't it? I only know one 6 o'clock in the day, <laughs> and that's at night. Okay, we're going to break off. Come right back. Little Rich is in the Little Rich Corner. we got two suited guys. I think they're FBI agents. I don't trust either one of them. But we'll break off, and we'll come right back to Studio Kitchen, Colorado, on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio
2: correct, Greg Go. Where were you last Tuesday at 8 p.m.? We need to know. <laughs> hey, look how I've got in the corner here. Mr. John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. Welcome. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having us on. Now, John, you're such a strong supporter of the whole industry. You do such a great job. How are you positioning your business going into the future? Well, what we're doing is we're uh, actually, well, we're talking to you. And having you kind of help us out with trying to figure out where we want to go marketing-wise, we've decided that we're going to go through food service and do we're going to forget about the grocery stores and that kind of stuff. We might do it, you know, if we get asked or something. Sure, sure. But uh, we have a uh, gourmet product that I think that the restaurants would really like. And, And what product is that? Well, actually, my big sellers right now are my English muffins and my pitas and my pita pockets, which are 7-inch, and people, are, we're, we're making the heck out of them. Well, I tell you, that pancake mix and waffle mix that I had last week, if you've got a restaurant, a, a, a hotel, whatever, and you want to make gluten-free pancakes, waffles, whatever, this is the guy. Try his mix. It is incredible. We're going to take a break, and you're going to be amazed at the voice you hear at the break, it sounds just like this guy. Hey, it's
3: Greg calling back for gluten free things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins? The list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing
2: 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, chef friends. It's Little Rich here from Rockalita's Tortillas. Rockalita's known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips. Served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local. Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook for the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company.
3: Listen up, barbecue lovers, Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pitmasters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers, award-winning pitmasters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best in barbecue, locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me now.
6: We're coming back. Is the Modern Eater Show. That's time for. i
3: stopping.
6: And now it's time for in the kitchen.
4: How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people. Brought you by.
6: Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com.
7: Feed me all night long. Thanks,
4: sure.
6: Yes. All night long right here in
3: Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Well, at least until 8 o'clock. Yeah. You know, that's all all night for me. That's the old guy says. You know, that's good enough. Greg back Brian Freeman, back in Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Kevin Morrison rejoining us. Uh, Chef. Tacos, tequila, whiskey, no and. No and. They're all there. Yep. There's no ands. Equally the same. Are you selling a lot of whiskey? That?
4: It does all right. We put yeah. the Why'd you feel? Yeah. That's... I'm a whiskey guy. Okay. I, at that time, I didn't. I really wasn't a tequila guy at all. Yeah. I love tacos. I love whiskey. Well, luckily, you weren't like a White Claw guy. Right.
3: Tacos, yeah, no. tequila, White no. Claw.
4: <laughs> I mean, our our product line is small, so everything we use is really, we use really high-quality vendors. Yeah, whiskey because of me.
3: I was asking the other day, uh, what are some of your favorites out there? And you shared with us earlier your favorite tequila, if I'm buying.
4: Uno Dos Tres. Yeah, Uno Dos Tres. And even if I'm buying, I'll probably probably get it. You'll throw down on that? Brian, what's yours? Mine is Fortaleza. Fortaleza's good, yeah. I'm a Fortaleza guy. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah, Fortaleza's really good. Kristen Jen Johnson. Welcome to the show, Rome Sausage. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see
3: you guys. Local you. ingredients. Yeah. It's kind of fun. You fixing the microphone for her. I am. Bringing it up there so she yeah. she doesn't want to be on the mic. Is that what I'm, I'm saying? Really Why? Why?
4: <laughs> I'm just not a radio girl.
3: Well, that, I mean... Well, yeah, here's an easy question. You like tequila?
4: I love tequila.
0: There we go.
3: You're
5: a radio gal. <laughs> right there. Easy. <laughs> that was easy. She's got a face for TV and I'm a radio guy, so it's a nice symbiotic. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good ba- to t- balance things out. Yeah.
3: Well, get, Kevin, where do you start, Chef, with uh, sourcing ingredients?
4: I think it all starts with the conception of the, the dish. You know, you start with what is going on in the dish, sure. and, and then from there you build up. You start with the bottom and build up. We started with the tortillas, and we've researched a lot of companies. We met Little Rich, mm-hmm. been with him from day one, and haven't changed. Yeah. And then from there, it's just whatever you're doing is it a cheese? Is it sure. a protein? Is it a vegetable? And then you just kind of figure out what season, you know. Obviously, you know what season right. you're in, but then you kind of assemble the dish from there.
3: And relationships are a lot too.
4: Relationships are huge. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. We've been with vendors uh, years you know, a I year. mean, I've been self-employed for 20 years. Some work, I work with some of the same vendors. Exactly. So that's nice. That's great to hear. So yeah,
3: when really and, nice. and thank you because we said Rome sausage is going to be in the house tonight. Hey, chef, do you mind doing this? And it's kind of a funky little thing because, like, all right, I already use sausage yeah. from somebody else. But I'm
4: glad. I get, I'm glad. Chris is here today because you know he's opening my eyes to some new stuff and, and gives me some new ideas. So Great it's point awesome. because
3: I wanted to actually uh, expound upon that.
4: So a lot of times you're in your own little bubble. Yeah, it, it's you easy know? to get tunnel vision. Sure, and that, and that's why you have to get out and you know the internet makes it easy to research new products. Now. Uh-huh. You, you I mean, can go anywhere in the world that's sitting at your desk or in your bed or wherever. Um, but traveling, not, nothing's like being there and touching it and feeling it and eating it. Truly. Uh, but yeah, it's just trying new products. Yeah. And then from then, it just sparks your innovation.
3: Yeah. Chris, what do you do with that? You know, you've got your relationships with folks, obviously. Right. All over the place. But cultivating new relationships. Kind of cool to talk to Kevin tonight and Absolutely, maybe have the opportunity. man. I mean,
5: you know, it makes my heart feel good because we're producing soulful, you know, straightforward, you know, products in the small batch scenario. and it, Uh, It's nice to to find guys who appreciate that, and, you know, I think we're a company that's set up uh, in a way that we need to, you know, reach chefs, you know, bring items to them and go, hey, look, this isn't the normal stuff. This isn't the normal, like, run-the-mill, mass-produced stuff. We're making great stuff here. It fits what you're doing. Let's Let's move forward, kind yeah. of thing. So, Talk about it. Yeah.
3: And, and so you do that a lot. And I said, Mrs. Sausage she yeah. tonight. She was like, Do I hit him or <laughs> do I embrace that? You're Mr. Sausage. Yeah. You, you guys live this. This is your life. Right. You love this type of right. thing. Um, this was perfect for me. Good taste. I'd, I'd be interested to taste the original, I guess, this, I would say.
4: This is really good is it really good that's why we're talking after the show this is really good
3: (laughs) and is that really what it comes down to because a lot of times regardless of relationships and accessibility which are big a lot of times sometimes you just go "Mm, i can't be without that that's pretty good
4: yeah sometimes when you get introduced to a product it just you fall in love with it and your imagination just takes off and you're like i got to work with that product or that
5: company Mm -hmm. what's new with you we've been swamped man and i and i was telling rich on the break that uh We've seen a lot of folks come to us and say, hey, we want you to produce our meatball or our sausage or this or that because uh, we're having a hard time getting consistent product out and we're worried about the minimum wage increase. And so we gotta find somebody who can make this consistently in the same kind of hands-on, small batch, quality-centered uh, scenario that we do. Um, so that's been a blessing for us um, as far as that business coming our way, so. And your offerings are vast. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we always say yes when the phone rings. Yep what what type of things are you selling right now Uh, we're doing um, a hand-rolled meatball for a Italian chain here It's got five stores and the founder of the company told me the other day older guy shook my hand he's like hey man you saved my business like well that's high praise but thank you it's just a meatball you know Um, and uh, we're doing some uh, custom Italian sausage and we're gonna do a burger blend for uh, uh, um, a quick-moving burger concept uh, so we're rocking and rolling, man. Building
3: new relationships, I mm-hmm. know. Oh, Aspen Baking's a new relationship. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, we do a little bit with those guys. They, they're doing some catering. Uh, they have a catering division, so we do uh, some patties uh, for the folks over to Aspen. So yeah. good people.
3: Kevin, what are you looking for? What would you like to find? Is there
4: anything out I'd there? i love to find something that no one else has.
3: Yeah. Which, you know, is there
4: anything? I don't think there's anything. No, there's, there's
3: not nothing. Anything.
5: Did you know this was going to be a sales call live on the air? <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: awesome. No, not as far as, as sausage goes, but just right. anything ingredient in general.
5: Well, it, you know,
0: something's interesting, and we've got to go to break here, but what's interesting is is how do we process the foods? The other day I was looking at something, and it, somebody froze something before they gave it to me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what if you did that on purpose? As opposed to because you know some, sometimes you can freeze a tomato or something like yeah, that. Right. right, right, right. Peel the skin or so you know. Th- but there's different things, and that's where I wonder if something's going to come new out of that because of the way we handle it or some post post harvest processing right.
4: of. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm sure there are. I mean, there's so many chefs out there that really push the edge, especially with um, um, uh, what is it called? Gus- um, the Gus- cooking Bob. with uh, chem- chemicals where they freeze things. Hold oh. that thought. We'll be back.
8: Both of you off the because I the camera. Okay. I know what you're talking about. The
2: Okay. Hold on. Hold on. This has just been one of those nights where everything's off off kilter. Look who I've got with me. We've got the at the top of the hour. I got one of my favorites, Jordan, and this guy watched. He he covered my you know what for a long time. Jordan, I want to give you the mic. I want you to hold it about there. Is this thing on? Yeah, it's it's on. Check, check, okay, check, check. Great, check. great. So Jordan and I go way back, and I'm really excited to have him on because he's got a service that a lot of you really, really need. And the fact is you may not even know how bad you need it. So oh, let's circle back now. So Jordan, tell us what you're doing now.
8: Um, that's right, Rich. So I, I have a audio and video uh, company, uh-huh. and so what I do is help residential and commercial businesses install audio, video, and basically anything that's not a kitchen appliance, I'll put my hands on. <laughs> so um, cameras, network wiring for point-of-sale systems. That's um, wireless, so setting up an office network and a guest network audio, video, so your music, your televisions. Um, I'm a Comcast authorized retailer, so I can... I I didn't even know that! I can set you guys up with Comcast as well. Oh my Uh, gosh. And yes, like I said, basically anything that's not a kitchen appliance, I'll put my hands on.
2: Well, and I'll tell you what's important is is Jordan knows this, but how he's, he's wired He's a technical guy. I mean, he's very meticulous. Jordan is who set up our quality control program at Rock Alitas. He was our right hand, my right hand, for many years. I know how meticulous this man is. And so it's one thing to just come in and say, hey, we're going to put a receiver over there and some speakers over there, and we'll make it work. It's another where someone who really knows the equipment, who really knows how to engineer it, and really knows how to install it. You're going to get it. It's going to be in. It's going to work. It's going to do what he tells you it's going to do. That's what he did for me for four years. Exactly. And so, so when he went into this field, well, working at Rocolitas he kind of knew a couple good places. So, some, what are some of the places well, that you've done um, work so, with?
8: So, so, absolutely. So, uh, Kevin over at Tacos Tequila Whiskey, uh, Bacon Social House. Um, ma- uh, some of Frank Bonanno's restaurants, the Milk Market, um, a lot of the little pub group restaurants, and that's just awesome. a few of my uh, my my restaurants that are customers. Wow. On top of the other businesses and then the residential customers.
2: And he can set it up. I mean, you did it for us, Jordan. Um, uh, you, you can watch these camera systems mm-hmm.
8: anywhere. That's right. Yeah, from anywhere in the world. All yeah. you have to have is an Internet connection and your phone, and you mm-hmm. can log in and kind of monitor how things are going.
2: And a lot of times, you know, it's not that you're trying to spy on your employees on, on our, I'll tell you what happened at Rockolitas. We would have distributors come in, picking up a semi-loaded product. They would get the product back and say, uh, we didn't get 20 pallets, we only got 19. Remember, that happened several times, and so we were able to get the clip real easy, even I could do it. That's scary that I could do that, but we would send them the clip and it was like, "Oh." Yeah, you yeah. loaded it up, and they magically price. found the pallet. That's right. So, you know, in the restaurant business, you, obviously you're not dealing with pallets, but you are dealing with, now you can confirm that you're good, that, that your outstanding help is truly giving them service. Right. You can make sure that people aren't being overserved. You can watch time when somebody says, I sat down and it took this long and all this other stuff. You can confirm it. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's more than just spying on your people. It's really being able to confirm what a great job they're doing.
8: That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So with the cameras, and then on top of the cameras, I forgot to mention the acoustic treatments.
2: Which, this is important, which is
8: such a huge, which is such a huge part of what I do for restaurants. So the audio is important, the video is important. So if you're a sports bar, we want to have TVs, we want to have the the, the games all playing. But what's becoming an issue is that with this design trend, where we're getting rid of. Carpet. We're getting rid of drapes. We're getting rid of uh, ceiling treatments. We're going with exposed uh, concrete. We're going with exposed um, ceiling. Yep. We need acoustic treatments to battle that. Yeah. And so that's a big part of what I do as well is to go in, coach, install, sell, maintain everything one stop shop, and make sure that these people are set up.
2: This, I I mean, truly, what you do helps helps that get you that five star. Uh, Yelp review. Absolutely. Although, I don't, don't even, let's not even get started on Yelp. But you help the overall experience. You help the operations of it. Right. Don't overlook this. It's more than just putting up a radio and a couple speakers. A mm-hmm. uh, uh, Much, much more. And the soundproofing, that is huge. You're absolutely correct. Yeah.
8: Yeah. So that's a that's a big part. People are noticing now that that's more important than ever. We, we're yeah. piping in more sound. We're taking away all of the natural yeah. uh, acoustic treatments like the carpet, yeah. like the drapes, like the ceiling tiles, and now... Yeah. We it's should just, use some of
2: that here. <laughs> I think we're going to have to have a talk <laughs> to <after> this, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Jordan, I've watched the segment, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I've needed. I know it. I need to get this done. How do they jump in? Where do they contact you? How do they get a hold of you?
8: I would say uh, visit my website, please, www.jtechso.com. Okay, wait, I, I got I got twelve fingers. What is that again? <laughs> www.j, the letter J Okay T E C H S is in
2: Sam O is in Oscar dot com. That's awesome. Reach out, get, let him give you a, a review of what you've got going on. You'll find out how little it costs and how fast it is to get it done right. We'll be right back. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Rich. That's centered that camera just doesn't look right. What
3: are you <laughs>
6: hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious
0: and tasty. Now we're getting
2: to the good stuff.
3: With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, G Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, second hour of the Modern Eater Show continues from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Welcome back, Greg Hollenbeck and Brian Freeman. Yes, indeedy. In the kitchen. Saturday Night Live. I like the second hour. You get Rocky you Mountains. Catch your stride. Okay, I figured uh one is good, but... Twice, is nice. Very nice. I think I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Morrison, rejoining us. There you are, Chef. This is kind of cool. I kind of I watch here. Mike Fogarty. You guys just met today. Mike Fogarty, yeah, Choice yeah. Market. We're gonna be neighbors. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Golden Triangle is that? No. Which one? I'm Colfax. Colfax. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Caddy Corner. Have you been into a Choice Market? I have not. I have to go in. Haven't been in. Have you been into?
7: Um, I was telling him it's my favorite taco spot. <laughs> I've been I've been eating his restaurant for I used to live on 20th and York. Pull well, so that mic know. close. So yeah, I'm sorry. Here you now. Yeah, I mean I was at 21st and York for quite a while so I would walk down to Pinche or sorry, by the original, the OG. OG,
0: yeah. The OG. Yeah. So there, well, because it was, right? It was it was called cuz I was there when Penche, yeah. it was Pinche. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We said it. We done. We pulled the Band-Aid off. First, first. It's done. We'll send you the bill. We'll, yeah, we'll see what the FCC we'll says about we'll that. Um, you know. the bill. <laughs> he,
3: he's the bold one there. <laughs> All right, we'll continue on here. Uh, so it, it, here's the deal. We we wanted to kind of break off with you in a proper way. First of all, thank you for all of your help tonight. Yeah, thanks so for Beginning of the you, show, a little bit rocky. But, you know, we continue on. That's how we do things in everything, in business and in life. It's life. You just continue on. But I thought it would be cool. Do you want to just talk uh, some business here and see? what he's going on with him yeah because i I think it's kind of cool so choice market started with first location
7: yeah first location opened in uh, october 2017 we've been open for about uh two years obviously and uh you know really it's a combination of a of a convenience store a fast casual restaurant and and a natural grocery really and it's uh but it's all about convenience you know getting people good food that's accessible and convenient and uh we one location now, or our first location opened at 18th and Broadway, and then we have our second location that just opened at 10th and Osage about a month ago, and two more planned uh, for next year. So, you know, things, are, things are going good. You can tell yeah, you've great. traveled
3: quite a bit, because kind of the bodega style. Yeah.
7: And- yeah. I'm from Philly originally, so spent a lot of time in New York, You know, so the bodega for sure was near and dear to my heart, um, but I also spent time in Europe. So... They have these awesome small markets almost on every corner, and like that was a big inspiration for Choices. I want to be able to get in and get out in like 10 to 15 minutes, but still get really high-quality food. And uh, you know, that doesn't really exist in America. You have a 100,000-square-foot grocery store and a 2,500-square-foot convenience store that's selling junk there's really nothing in between and for us we we saw a gap in the market and, and that's you know, well, what we're doing
0: yeah he cares about his sourcing though I think that yeah. that's one thing that's that's really different because you're you are a little little place very convenient if you're downtown yeah. I mean your first shop where I where I fe- frequent
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and you but you care I hey. mean oh, yeah. talk about that you you really search out good ingredients Mike
7: yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's, it's, for us, local is quintessential to the brand. You know, it's not just checking the box. Hey, distributor, give me everything from Colorado. I mean, we're out at the farmer's markets. We're out meeting new purveyors. We're bringing them in. And and honestly, for some folks, we're the first place that they, they're selling their products. And, you know, so it's, it's an education process for them, honestly, because some don't have barcodes. <laughs> they, they're just producing this awesome food. And they're like, how do I, you know, get to a retail you know, market and so we kind of help them go through that process and like educate them on what's required to but why
3: Mike it's so much easier what? one truck can drop yeah, yeah. off everything you need and you got one bill and not a million SKUs, yeah. And you don't need to take on all the problems of the world and try and support a local
7: like why uh, I mean Ultimately, you know, we care we do care about the community that we operate in and we care that the products we're serving to our, our customers are high quality, and usually you know, our, all of our produce are organic. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Thank you know, uh, all of our proteins are antibiotic-free, hormone-free, and, and we're constantly looking at the menu and adjusting the menu to meet the needs of the neighborhood that we're in. You know, the first store at 18th and Broadway, the, the menu there is very different than Mariposa. You know, Mariposa, I don't know how many people know about it's a it's a mixed income neighborhood, but it's predominantly low income. So there we're doing $3 tacos, we're doing, you know, all sorts of Play for the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we want Choice to be, is like really meeting the needs of the neighborhood and using local products whenever possible, because you know, it's just a ripple effect. It's calling me a convenience store, is that an insult? <laughs>
3: well, I, mean, I, I want
7: to know, I want to know the answer. I, well, we are convenient, you know, and I think, I don't think convenience stores these days are convenient. They're selling you crap you don't want or need. You know, cigarettes, junk food, and now gas. That's the three top-selling categories for convenience stores. And guess what? People are smoking less, they're eating less junk food, and, and cars are moving to electric. So that whole market and the whole the whole industry needs to change. So you're yeah.
3: turning it on its ear. It's yeah. almost like you're changing the lexicon. Yeah, just because you're open doesn't sense. make you convenient,
7: all right? You're yeah. still selling crap I don't want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so for us, we, we turn it on its head, and you know, we are convenient because we're selling high-quality produce. Uh, you know, raw proteins, dairy, eggs, milk—you know all your your essentials. Um, now,
3: is that sustainable, or is that just something for somebody that's in a pinch? I'm going to go to Choice because I'm in a pinch, or will I do my grocery shopping there? I,
7: you know, most people don't do a week's worth of grocery shopping at Choice; they fill in their basket. Through, you know, so they, they do primary—you know—their primary grocery shop wherever at Whole Foods or Amazon or a combination of both. Uh, but we fill in the gaps, you know, and and that's what's meant to be. And what's nice is we cook with the product we sell, you know. So, as I said, all of our produce is organic, but we cook on the on the back of the house with that product. So for us, it's just like a storage location. Might as well sell
4: it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Put it, your the, talk
7: show yeah. cap
4: on. Put your talk show yeah, no, cap on. Yeah, I love what he's doing, yeah. especially in this market because it's such a foodie market. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we're we're going, we're trying to source more local, more organic. We're paying more attention to the ingredients. In raw products like our our cows, our pigs, you know, we're looking for stuff that's free range, no GMOs. We're looking for things like that because the market demands it. Yeah, yeah. That's they what look- I was going to ask. Is it yeah. you or is the market want it?
7: Well for I mean for choice it's the both. I mean I prefer to eat organic produce. Yeah. Know, I don't eat organic everything, but produce, dairy, there's certain ca- like things and I think most people eat like that. They they shop at Whole Foods but they also shop at King Supers. Fill in know? the blanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think for us you know, yeah, ultimately it's we're a customer centric company. We will we will adjust and and migrate to whatever the customer desires. Uh, and so at the end of the day, it's all about the customer, and our customer, they, they love vegan, they love organic, they love local. And and we're going to continue to do that. Provide it for, yeah, yeah.
4: Kevin. Vegan, did, I, yeah, I'm shaking my head, yeah, because yeah. vegan, it's four years ago, I said I'm never going to have a vegan dish in the menu. <laughs> yeah. Now I have one, and we're actually adding, we're in, the, we're in the menu development stage, we're adding two more vegan dishes. So we'll have three vegan dishes. We're participating in a, um, a program called Vegan wary uh-huh. in, in January. Is it really? For our three taco restaurants. We're all going to feature a dish for the whole month. Uh uh-huh. um, For vegan, yeah. it's, it's so popular.
3: And You're, and it's it's very it's a cult following as well. Oh yeah, it's you, they'll for sure. they'll come to you. Yeah. It used to
7: be a niche market, and now I mean it, it grew six hundred percent uh, in the past three years. So, I mean, it went from 1% of the, the whole population in America to three yeah. or some, something like that, it, like phenomenal growth. And like, we see it every day. Cause like we have upwards, I, I don't even know the number, probably 30% of our menu is, is vegan.
0: Well, it's interesting. Cause yeah. there's more of these specialty niche diets. I mean, because like, yeah. look yeah. at all the people, keto. there's the yeah. keto and all yeah. that, but then you go to the gluten-free side and, you know, we've got John yeah. from gluten-free things on later. It is really interesting because we're seeing those segments, like you said. I mean, I have a joke for you guys about veganism. I don't know. We've we've had this discussion on the show before, but the concept that everything grows in manure um, really could throw the whole idea of being a vegan on its side Upside because down. everything
3: does. I, I yeah.
7: did work well, it's with this. We well, honey, did, honey's not vegan. We, yeah, we yeah did, I we know. We
3: did the goat experiment. And more and more these days, it's really interesting because people are not only interested in the food that they put into their body, and the integrity of that food, but they're now interested in the integrity of the food that their food eats. Uh, yeah, for sure. It, it blows my mind. Someone asked somebody the other day, "Were those? Uh, was there any soy in the diet? Oh, chicken and chicken
0: feed, if there's soy in
3: diets, it's yeah.
0: some people it's, swear. But, you know, I was asking someone about this gluten-free. If you feed a chicken wheat, and I went on the Internet and it says no, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I believe that because if you feed it weed is or eggs, then have gluten in them.
3: People are
7: digging into that. I mean that uh, we have a more sophisticated, educated customer than ever. You know? yep. and, and that it, it get generationally is getting more and more like. Gen Z folks that come into the choice, they know more about food and what they're putting in their body than any. any and they're gen- willing to spend yeah. a lot
3: of their income on it. Yeah, exactly. That's they're willing to
7: pay extra for, yeah. no, you know, for whether it be vegan or local, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, that trend, it's not, it's not even a trend. I mean, that truly is the shift in, in food. Like yeah. I mean, that's personalization, customization, like all that stuff is. Oh, you know, I want to get into that. Yeah. Kevin, what are your shopping
3: habits? Grocery shopping for the delivery. week? Is it delivery? <laughs> I, I eat. I uh, get
4: delivery a lot. Okay, so
3: yeah. so already made, delivery. You're not getting China like needs, drop from. Uh, okay, so not know, like Amazon drop. No. To or
4: you. I shop at my restaurants. Yeah,
3: gotcha. Wait, <laughs> you're in food.
4: <laughs> I mean food. So like tomorrow, I'm going to my brother's sure. to watch the games, and I'm just going to stop there and whatever we have, we have. Yeah. Taking some bass. I'm taking some oysters. I'm taking some shrimp. Um, so, so you but eat. I've switched my, my shopping habits. I'm, I'm paying more attention to non-processed foods and what's in the food. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe because I'm old. Have you <laughs> yeah, ever had a weight problem? <laughs> have, yeah, Just I have a weight no, problem. You, you didn't? No, yeah. you're lying. No, you I didn't. Luckily, I think my apron's covering up. But no, I, um, I, I'm eating less gluten, which it, which has helped dramatically. Yeah. And I cut out the sodas. I, I should say I cut down on the sodas. I mm-hmm. still when I'm at work, it's too a easy with tech. a gun of Coca-Cola right <laughs> yeah. there. So I love Coca-Cola, but no, I, I watch what I eat. Yeah. Guys, let's come let's talk
3: late night business. More, I think it, Denver's graduating into that. And I think it's really kind of untapped. Ghost Kitchen, are you familiar? Yeah. What a ghost kitchen yeah, is? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, doing a ghost kitchen out of their choice downtown. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh Chicken kitchen, yeah, right. Chicken yeah. kitchen, yep. just all chicken sandwiches. Yeah, and send them out
7: and fries and. Oh, I want uh, in on this. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I, I, I got sandwiches.
3: a
4: chicken concept I'm working okay, on. Okay, you yeah. mind sticking around?
3: We'll talk about this. All right, all right. Let's let's come back and talk to it. I think it's great. And Mike Fogarty, Choice Market. I think you're an innovator, and the things that you're doing, um, you're cutting that road towards the future. And you're melding these things in Denver that I'm glad that they're sticking. I wasn't sure if we were ready for these types of concepts, but you're proving... Um, You're proving that point to be true that it that it it is Uh, that Colfax location I want to talk about as well That's just in gestation right now being put together, but you're doing some new things there as well a a fueling station Yeah, what stop hold it there. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back Brian Freeman Greg Holland back on the microphone here in Studio Kitchen Colorado Kevin Morrison tacos tequila whiskey and fish and beer Chef, how's that doing on the grill? I think it's done. Good to go. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Come back, Mike Fogarty, Choice Market, right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Take it.
2: Oh, this is an unusual segment for me, Greg. It's like trying to write with my left hand. I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the norm here. But I've got our newest sponsors, Meridian Spirits. I've got Alex. This is awesome. So they, they came on a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm take the generous liberty of saying they fell in love with what we're doing, want to be a part of this, of course, and they drank the Kool-Aid or vodka, as, as you can see. And so we're going to do. They're going to. The spots will start running after the first year. This is going to be so much fun. Thank we're going to have a blast. And go ahead, Alex. Uh, she's going to add Meridian Spirits onto the wall of sponsors and i'm not going to write it because my handwriting no one would would know what it is and i'm left-handed so i just smear it Oh, my God. I think we've got a new jo- a new task for you. That's way better than Greg's writing. Holy cow. Well, welcome. If people want to jump on fast, where do they get a hold of you? Uh, we're at meridianspirits.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. We're going to be back in just a few. Listen to some words from Encore Energy. They cook grain. They should be using Encore. We'll be back. Hey, brewery and restaurant owners, listen up.
6: Do you want to save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill? Of course you do. Saving money is making money. Your savings is just a phone call away. Call Brian Rizzuto now, 720 245 5771. 720 245 5771. It's Encore Energy.
0: Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery, it's
6: a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about
0: taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey. Rocker rum. Rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com.
6: Okay, back to the show in just a minute, but I want to ask... Everybody out there, what are you doing for the holidays? What are you eating for the holidays? Are you eating bread? You want to be eating Aspen Baking Company. It's AspenBaking.com. Made fresh daily. It's quality ingredients, customer satisfaction. They've been in business since 1994, the year I graduated. No big deal. There's also no preservatives. You graduated? Well, from high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, pers- no chemicals of any kind, no artificial coloring, none of the junk that a lot of places put into their bread these days. This is all the good stuff. It's butter, sugar, and it is gluten, but gluten is delicious.
3: That was what Kevin was just talking about is foods that aren't processed. You know, more and more these days people want that, those wholesome foods, and that's what Aspen's coming through with.
6: You're absolutely right about that, and they're coming through with hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes. And they are doing catering now, and they're using some delicious Rome sausage in some of their uh, breakfast catering. So, if you have a business, you want to cater your employees, you go to AspenBaking.com. I'll say the website one more time, and then we're back to Mike Fogarty with Choice Market. It's AspenBaking.com. Yo, yo, what's up? (laughs) This is Justin Brunson, Culture meat and cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening to the Modern
0: Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
3: Chef's... uh passing out some delicious fish and forks. It's family style tonight at the kitchen, Brian.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, all the food tonight, is just it's just like every night. It's always great, but tonight, I know. I can't tell you. There's some They're cooking some of the things dear to my heart, tacos. I told you, deep down, I am Mexican. I know deep you down, are, Brian. I am. I, can see. I, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I can't get any whiter, but I, inside, I'm not. Redder? I'm, redder? <laughs> I, you're redder, yeah, exactly. I'm
3: like... I am truly the red man always, <laughs> yes, but uh, continuing on. Kevin Morrison, tacos, tequila, whiskey, and then fish and beer. It's not all one sentence. Tacos, tequila, whiskey, fish, and beer. Could what? be. Who, Could, knows? It Who might, knows? It might be coming you never up. Know what we're do. And Mike I want to know
0: where the tea comes from. Where does the tea come from in KTM? The middle, What's middle that? name? Middle, middle name.
4: name. Tenacious.
0: Tenacious. Nice. That's, it. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> no,
3: it's Tom. You got it. Is it Tom? Yeah. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Right? Kevin Thomas. Uh, we're breaking off when we're talking. Okay, first of all, I don't want to give my opinion. I think people hear my opinions all the time. We'll just do a little round robin. Uh, Denver's growth to the point now of where are we a 24-hour city? Go ahead,
4: Kevin. Honestly, I don't think we're there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think we're about till. Maybe two, two a.m.? I, I, mean, I don't think just we have the
3: infrastructure yet as far as delivery. You go to some place like Chicago, there are so many delivery. They've got that down. And, you know, when you have office buildings, you're supplying, there's a food truck almost on right. every other street there. Go to you, Fogarty. You're seeing it, though, right now.
7: Yeah. I mean, we started out at 24 hours, so I have a very unique perspective on I mean, we did it for a year, um, and, and certainly there was you know peaks and valleys during that 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. time frame. Um, ultimately, I agree. I don't think we're quite there at a 24-hour city. Moving there, yeah, moving there. Yeah, for I think we're
4: moving there. I mean, yeah, right I would love to see it's it. It's Inevitable. I love to see it. Think. So we
7: cut the hours back to three. Yeah, you know, uh, so are basically 6 a.m. to 3 a.m. And, and you know, we do see significant business at 2 a.m. because we all know what happens at 2 a.m. I mean, the bars let out and. You know, not everybody wants pizza, you know, because that's literally the only thing available. Um, you know, so for us, we see significant business in the late night area. We call late night anything after 10, really, because that's generally when most uh, restaurants close. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's, it's a huge part of our business, no doubt. I mean, it's uh, the delivery, especially during that time frame, is, is you know, it's could Be upwards of 30 to 40 percent of the business for that day.
3: You know? Now, I'm guilty of 2 a.m. you.
7: I have given you that late <laughs> <Yeah>. night call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's uh, you know, people still you know want to eat at that <laughs> well,
0: and good food because I'll tell you, yeah, like yeah. You, you just said, once it once you get past uh, really 10, 11 o'clock, yeah.
3: good food all bets are off. Yeah, it's and
0: it, it's it, it's sad. Options, or, I mean, it's options get real small. Real, small. real small, and, real small. and, and um, if you want good food, especially, yeah, for sure. I mean. Like if you want organic
4: food after ten o'clock,
0: you're but probably not going to you know, get it anywhere but it. Choice.
3: I mean, should you be able to get it though? I mean, people say don't be picky. At two a.m., you're lucky to be eating anything at all. Well, I think
7: you the know, market demands I, yeah. it though. I mean, yeah. especially yeah.
4: the younger generation, they they demand it for sure. are used Uber. Every, yeah. Everything's on demand. Well,
0: like well, we were like. saying earlier, is I I didn't say this, but about Generation Z, Gen Z. Yeah. They eat out five times a week versus the old norm was three, so they pushed it up. Is
3: that
7: true? Yes, that
0: is. That is a real stat. Ridiculous. Well, I
7: mean, there's a study that was done by UNC and it, it started like in 1960 and it looked at you know food ver- cooked in home in the home versus food you know at a restaurant. And, and, and in the 60s, it was like 95% food was cooked at home and you know they looked at the trends and this is across every income class like low medium high you know fast forward to 2010 50 years later and it's in the 70s you know 70% cooked at home 30% eaten out so this is a, a whole scale mass migration towards you know eating out you know it, Convenience is king uh, and it will continue to be.
3: Well, not everybody, you know, there's third shifters now. People aren't, this is a 24 hour world. You're working at all different times. You're not just nine to five. People's shifts are all over the place. I think Denver's moving that direction and and guys like you are setting that infrastructure, truly. The Ghost Kitchen concept, I, I love it personally. Uh, first, uh, first, set it up. How do you explain a ghost kitchen?
7: Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's real humans working. <laughs> yeah, uh, but in general, I, I think. One... Wait, now it's not as cool <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I mean, ghost kitchens you know, are have come around in the past couple of years, and basically, it was designed for you know new companies and entrepreneurs that want to you know go forward with a a concept of some sort but don't have the capital and you know they start you know serving out of a commissary kitchen and so there's there's a couple companies out there kitchen united cloud kitchens a bunch of others that saw this and saw the the migration to people eating you know mostly at home via, via whatever their preferred app is and they saw an opportunity basically to say like well can we get these you know entrepreneurs into a kitchen to, to trial their their concepts before they go and buy a piece of land or, or rent from a from a you know, landlord you know the capex intensive type stuff and so you know cloud kitchens ghost kitchens are kind of talked about in one and the same but in, in essence it, it, it is a commissary that's All delivery, basically, and it's, you know, you can't go into the rest. Yeah, you're not going in. You probably don't even know where it's at. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's usually in a a low-rent, you know, uh, industrial part of town. Right. And it's fulfilled by either, you know, Uber Eats or Postmates or any one of the, the third parties. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we got approached by Uber to, 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 to do a ghost kitchen out of our existing restaurant. So They approached you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so they, um, you know, you have to meet certain criteria. You have uh-huh. to have, like, a certain amount of ratings. And be willing business, to give them half of your money? I mean that. only a third. Don't worry. Oh, it's only a third. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because yeah. uh, margins aren't as tight. Yeah, <laughs> but in general, our, our ghost kitchen is, is it's a it's a fried chicken sandwich.
3: Yeah, you know. chicken kitchen. Yeah,
7: so it's all fried chicken it. sandwiches. That's
3: awesome. Are you down fry. with the chicken? pardon me you down with chicken yeah yeah i love chicken i love chicken too. everybody loves chicken. I'm, th- I'm starting to figure out what your next move is going to be there I love you got hey uh, mexican
4: chi- concept hey chefs chicken.
3: have
6: you guys ever heard of uh it's jay here in case you're watching and then got confused uh have you guys ever heard of cook's venture no cook's venture is a new chicken place that chef carrie Barrett over bardo uses oh and, yeah yeah next week I'm trying to get somebody from there, but at least they're representative for that. They're gonna, but apparently, you know, it's just food for thought. A little homework. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cook's venture is like the hottest thing in chicken, to where they're doing everything incredibly uh, thoughtful in the way of the environment, the chicken. You know, they read to them. You know, the whole, the whole thing, like that. <laughs> oh, it's not a chicken kicking operation. Do, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Chicken kicking operation. Man, those are terrible.
3: I, I really like the free-range chickens. And I'll throw something best. at you. Yeah. New, new concept,
0: yeah. wow. penguin. You ever seen those things? They have so much meat. They're just like one little big sausage. <laughs>
4: they look good on the rotisserie. Yeah, I think they'd you know, be perfect. A little, rest little penguin, you know. Yeah. I people mean don't uh, eat
0: uh, People don't eat them. Why not? I don't know. Guessing, why not? I'm guessing it's reason. red meat. I don't know hey. why I'm
3: thinking red meat. And a lot of blubber. And
0: and far away. uh, uh, And sourcing. (laughs) Sourcing's tricky.
3: (laughs) Stick around. We have another segment with you, gents, and we're going to come back. I want to talk about that Colfax location because I think it's a a cool idea, and I know I teased it before, but uh, doing fuel out of that location. All right, we'll come back, take a break. Kevin Morrison here with us alongside of our friend Mike Fogarty for Choice market choice. Where'd you go? You just want the choice? Where'd you come up with the name?
7: Uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a double entendre like choice in terms of I want the how choice. you order, yeah. and like when you come in, and, and uh, then it's like that's choice, yeah, that's like pre- cool yeah, that's like, primo, it's pretty, exactly. As it relates to food, like yeah, Ferris Bueller's, you ever see that? Yeah, choice. Choice. that's <laughs> choice, exactly.
0: So, yeah, it's one of my first companies actually, right, right choice,
7: yeah. Oh, right exactly. choice
3: was the name of it, which happens in the Little Rich Corner with the the screaming uh, chicken. Is he going to fire that off? All right, let's go to Little Rich in the Little Ridge Corner.
2: Thanks, Greg. Another strong segment, and you know when you talk about loving chicken. This is from Cancun. I brought this back. Did you? Yeah. Lucky you. Huh? I know this is this is what happens when we get. I don't know when we're bad. Kevin, thanks for coming yeah, down, yeah, brother. Thanks, thanks for being you. I can't be anyone else. You've you've helped so many. I mean, uh, when I think of of you, made you bent the the Mexican food universe in this town. I know it because I've been in it that long. I know what you did.
4: Well, I just uh, I get a small role in what I do, and I love what I do, and <laughs> it's all I know. So I'm well, keep doing it. I mean, you've taught others, uh, but
2: you you've stayed consistent. Your quality has never dipped. I, I mean, I was at your restaurant about a week ago. The tacos have never been better.
4: That's why we keep it simple, man. It's it's. You you know the quality is going to be there.
2: You're, you're making it work. You're an inspiration. Your I got to tell you,
4: the, you're, they're the canvas. <laughs> they're
2: the canvas, man. I always tell everybody. Well, thank you, but I mean, you know, Rawl, my brother, yeah, Marty, love him. We're yeah. always talking about you. We're very indebted to you, my friend. Thank You've helped you. us tremendously. Great partnership and friendship. Well, keep keep making it and keep making those chicken tacos.
5: <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a few seconds. Here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyperlocal source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at rome sausage or by phone at 303-296-7663 the modern eater loves rome sausage and i know you will too
1: wear black and eat spices hey modern eater listeners this is zach from the spice guy colorado's favorite spice company spice is the variety of life At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best
0: farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients,
1: or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose
6: The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com.
3: Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue. And provisions. Proud Souls is Denver's authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pitmasters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers. Award-winning pitmasters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy's spices and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry apple, peach, maple, grape and a variety of blends hit their website proudsoulsbbq.com for delicious hands on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals for the best in barbecue locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal there are guys proud souls barbecue and provisions that's proudsoulsbbq.com
2: Hi this is
1: Lori Minton. Welcome back
0: AKA food writer. I was just told you that my
1: guy. And you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
3: Okay, welcome back to the show from Studio Kitchen Colorado. The Modern Eater continues. Greg Holland back, Brian Freeman, little Rich Schneider, the ham over there. Brought look at the the, the bench that he brought the his T V tray. Yeah, his T V yeah. tray. That was quite the addition to the kitchen. There, little rich, full value. Watch us on Facebook. Uh, just go to themoderneater.com. Got these gents here with us, and uh, it's Matt, right? Matt Smith. Is that who I'm looking at here? I think I can see. That it, is right? Matt Smith. Yeah, Matt Smith. Yes. Hey, Matt. How Welcome, are you? Matt. You. Along with uh, Mike Fogarty, yep. Choice Market. The gents are here. And uh, I understand that you actually gave him a promotion today.
7: Yeah, I, well, it's been long in <laughs> the way. Yeah, we're as we grow, obviously, there's opportunities for, for people to grow within the business. And uh, Mike, who's our current GM, is moving on to the Colfax location, which I think we're, we're going to talk about. Yes. And, and Matt's going to take over Broadway, the OG number one choice. OG <laughs> number one choice. That's yeah, right.
0: Greg, you know what? Mike is really a smart businessman, because what he did is so important, I think, in a grocery aspect. Yeah. Because there's one thing that a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of people don't get. In this kind of concept where you have fresh and perishable, you've got to have a second life. It's got to, yeah, yeah, you've got to have your, your. and what Mike does is so smart. Because, you know, you walk into some of these new grocery stores, I don't like the fact that there's not a deli. There's no prepared foods. And you go over, you travel around the world and stuff like that. And every place, if you have, you have a second dairy use for everything in there well
3: there's a certain market that has opened up just recently and the waste of produce is very high with that Now for you that's great we were talking about that the other day to be able to have that kitchen behind you um is fantastic to be able to keep the the quality of products
7: uh, for your customer It's, it's quintessential honestly like for for most folks to order a case of avocados it's really, really tough to get through 60 before they, before they spoil. And, you know, we, as I said, we serve all organics on the, on the produce side. So, you know, it, it adds up life. very yep. quickly. And, you know, and that's why a lot of, like, op, you know, there's been a lot of, like, opportunities for, like, convenience stores and corner stores to, like, start serving produce. But, like, it just doesn't work.
3: It doesn't. Yeah.
7: Because, you know, they can't sell 60 avocados yeah. in, in a week or, or eight, you know, four yeah. or five days. And you're day. like, bring on the guac. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it, we we only sell um, you know on the on the front of the house products that we cook with in the back of the house. Yeah,
3: yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk food, you, man. You're do, so you do switch over menus as well. So Choice Market again. If you guys are just joining us, um, we were talking about the OG Market downtown, right by the uh, Brown Palace. Thank you so much. <laughs> that, it's an interesting concept because you have your market, you have all. And I, I said to him as I was walking through the store, "Man, you pick out all the stuff at all the grocery stores that I go to, and you put them in one place because this is truly all the stuff that I love, just down to the the Justin's peanut butter." Cups. Are you at Gen Z and uh, <laughs> I deep don't know town or I am, something like that? It, or... it's good stuff, and you know if you need them. You know, pick up some condoms, too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got them all, everything there. Yeah, we got, there. got I think condoms, we, we got chargers, we got, you know. Everything uh, you need. Just,
7: and just
3: a delicious kitchen. Yeah. And coming out of the kitchen are these great uh, menu items that you switch seasonally. Yeah. yeah. Talk exactly. about it.
7: Yeah, so we have we have a core menu that we definitely have all year round. Like we have our fried chicken sandwich, we have an Impossible Burger, we have our kale Caesar salad. So we have stuff that is always on the menu. Um, but especially with our bowls, we we rotate that seasonally. You know, traditionally, it's been three times a year to follow the produce season. So you know spring, and then harvest, and then a winter winter season. And so what's awesome is we we get to play with all these great ingredients and come up with new dishes that are LTOs or limited time offers for you know that season so three four months and so matt's making right now uh... one of our dishes that's going to be on the the winter menu which launches on monday uh... And, and it's uh... this is not vegan this is vegan. this is not vegan. hundred percent this is a meatball looking
3: at <laughs> yeah. me with red sauce
7: with ricotta it's, yeah this can't be hundred percent vegan go yeah. for it yeah so i mean and this is what's cool and how you can like create a really good product that's that is vegan or gluten-free and still tastes good and, and so uh, we have spaghetti squash, uh, organic spaghetti swash, squash. Sorry, uh, a, a meatball made with impossible meat, as well as mushrooms uh, and turmeric and a few other spices, uh, with a cashew ricotta. So the ricotta is blended up, yeah, in a in a Vitamix with uh, nutritional yeast and a few other things. It really gives that like cheesy flavor. And then we have uh, some awesome, um, beautiful shard from from growers that we uh, mix with lemon and garlic. So, How do you, so yeah, you, you need
3: breadcrumbs for that? Yeah. I mean, no, you do is. not. Uh, you I don't need you any need, gluten well, did, in there. <laughs> did you use Did you use breadcrumbs?
7: Yeah, we did. We actually. Yeah, but uh, instead we uh, we always use breadcrumbs. But this time we use. Gluten free things, yeah, gluten free things, uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna try it you out. That so adorable, <laughs> man. Like <help laughs> me, throw, don't make me. Well, you yeah. should,
0: but you should try the spaghetti <laughs> squash, guys. I what you just put together here, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, deadly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. It's bright, the citrus. You taste on the shard; it's nice and bright. I hate to
3: think this is healthy, but it is. This is absolutely a great <laughs> healthy, healthier. Yeah.
7: Yeah. yeah, healthier. We yeah. like to talk. Yeah. You know, it's not everything at choice is like super healthy, but we like to provide options. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, it's definitely healthier than a uh, you know ground meat meatball with like you know dairy ricotta. You sent us. The- I'm going to
0: taste the meatball because it's a meatless <laughs> meatball,
3: right? That's it what, is, Brian. That's what you. That's what we're going for. I'm, yeah. I'm going in for it. You sent us home <laughs> so the <it's>, other day <laughs> with a couple of chicken sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
7: and yeah. that's what, it goes back to the choice, right? You know, we want to provide options for every diet, dietary lifestyle, sure. and it's not just like, hey, we're all vegan. We're all, you know, and, and really, um, you know. So we do a fried chicken sandwich too. And, and for some, you know, true vegan folks, they're like, you know, they won't come in because they, you know, they only, only go, to, yeah, they only go to like true vegan restaurants. But if most people and most, you know, that are they're eating veggie, vegetarian, or flexitarian, or any, you know. This is the type of restaurant they this is the world we live in yeah
3: and I, and I actually love it because we're just going in so many different directions but I think at the end of the day we can we, we've come far enough to be able to accommodate
0: Well, embrace the diversity yeah I'll tell you because I just tasted that meatball I put that up against anything really oh my gosh it's it's so, yeah delicious it's delicious um, I mean and that's it it's the bottom line is, is do you have to we we're at a meeting the other day the American Beef Council. And they started talking they about let the you fact. In the door? Yeah, they didn't. They did not like me. I'll tell you that much. Um, that? But they they were talking about the fact that they're pushing, six, or twelve ounce steaks on everyone. That that was their big thing. Is like push a twelve ounce steak, push a twelve. ounce And I'm like, no, you've got the American Heart <laughs> Society right there. You're pushing twelve ounce. They're saying go to four. Or, yeah, like what? And so it's we're confused because we get these mixed messages. I think all the time out there with our food about like here you need to have a steak that's you know more food than you can consume in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where have we yourself, gone wrong? Bro. You know where have we gone wrong? Let me. I mean that's why I love the choice. Yeah.
7: I mean I think ultimately. It is confusing because you hear every day it 's something different like coffee's is good it 's bad you know and, and so for 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 our customer, they are pretty educated and like veganism it, it truly is pretty well known that it 's good for your heart it 's good for your weight it 's good for you know a lot of different things and it's and it 's been studied on a mass scale you know and so um, you know beyond that now it 's tasting good you know? If, you know if you look back five years ago, vegan vegetarian food was <laughs> Not tasty, you know, and, and, and those have people it. buy with, with their taste buds. It's been proven time and time again, 85%, 90% of their purchase decision is based on taste. Uh, and so now we're seeing a mass migration to veganism because the product itself is tasty and it's good. You know? Hey,
6: here's a little curveball for you, Mike yeah. Fogarty, though, when you say did 90%, you know, purchase on taste it's I wouldn't go far as to say it's the opposite in the service industry as far as going to a place to sitting down to eat but research has shown that it's the service that they come back for not the quality of food yep. so you can go to a place has somebody like me you'll never want to go back again even even if the beer and food is the best beer and food in yep. the world because you didn't really like my style or how you know I was rude or something like that whereas you go to another place where the service is immaculate and perfect and people look like mad and so you want to go back <laughs> all the time but the the food sucks, but you're like, "Well, I'll go back yeah. because you know, well, service is the
7: next. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no doubt. And, and, and honestly, Choice is, is a little bit different because we're you know, a fast casual model, and we don't have servers per se, but yeah. we still provide service and a lot. Yeah, but certainly, well, no
6: place like your. Yeah, I mean, that works out perfect for the taste because because it isn't like hey, you know, Jay, a restaurant. Yeah. Before
3: we wrap this up, I brought us back a couple of chicken sandwiches from Choice. The other, he gets mad at me when I bring him food. He saw it was from Choice. I didn't think he was going to eat it. I truly thought he'd save it, wait until he goes home, because he only eats in his britches at 2 a.m., right?
6: <laughs> well, He's I a, mean, I have a system,
3: in. man. Yeah. Don't mess with it. He them. ate the sandwich <laughs> in
6: a good sandwich. <laughs> it was delicious. It was delicious. Wait, I, you, I, you had a critique, though? I did have
7: a critique. Yeah, this, is,
6: this is what I said. I said to I said, uh. This would be a lot better with some pickles on it.
7: Yeah.
6: I was well, just going to ask that to do you. From the
7: chicken kitchen, you know, which is not affiliated with Choice, percent, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And we do have a classic chicken sandwich. Uh, if you order only online uh, through I, Uber. I mean, listen, we-
6: it, was, it was delicious, right? But it's that moment of... You know the old. I'm getting as I get old. I want well, you know. I've got something to say about everything. You know what I mean? Like, well, How was that chicken sandwich? It came with a Cadillac. It's like, well, the Cadillac didn't really have white walls on. I'm kind of a white wall guy. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have white walls on the
7: Cadillac. I get it. Well, we it. we do have one as uh, garlic aioli, real dill pickles, uh, and butter lettuce. And-
3: I mean, it was delicious. Give the plug. Okay, a couple things going on here. As we wrap up here, I want you to give us a 30-second. Come see us at Choice.
7: Yeah, so uh, Choice, feel free to check us out, www.choicemarket.co. We have... Couple, couple locations. One at 18th and Broadway. One at 10th and Oceans and a few others opening up oh, here shortly. The
3: Colfax one. Can you do a, a yeah. thirty seconds a minute on that? Yeah.
7: So our third location will be at Colfax and Gaylord, uh, right near East High School there, and that one will have fuel supercharging, uh, and uh, it'll be the epicenter of our our new delivery program. So instead of farming out all of our delivery to third parties, we're gonna centralize it there out of choice and have electric vehicles that are that are going to be delivering not just you know most of our delivery right now is prepared food the whole store will be available including beer so you get beer groceries prepared food delivered to your door within 45 minutes. I wish
3: the nice. world on you guys. I really do.
7: Hard-working guys.
3: Yeah. Or I wish the world for you guys. Yeah. He's going to put it on you. My son and I talked about that. Yeah. Did I just put the world on his <laughs> you shoulders? you just put the world on his and shoulders? On his he's shoulders, got huh? broad shoulders. He can handle it. <laughs> guys, first of all, I want to make sure that you do talk, right? I do. I, Kim, yeah. Say something real cool.
2: I'm single. I don't know. Oh, yeah.
7: oh there you go. That's pretty you go, man. cool, man. So I, that's our I, general I, manager. I, like, You I, know, go. we're right downtown. <laughs> single. Yeah,
8: yeah.
3: yeah. There you go visit. <laughs> Late night delivery. You yeah, never know. <laughs> how that works. Out. That was good, man. That was good. Great. You got
6: a future. Great. Real quick before we go to break, that's how you just kill every other guy's aspirations of anything with two I'm words. You know? When Matt walks in the room, you're like, please have his wife be walking right on. Please God. Like, I'm single. Well, I hate you too. Go ahead. Love you guys. Yes, cool. Yes. We'll have you back many,
3: many times. Yeah, Can't nice wait for to having follow. Him Thanks, back. Mike. So it's always great yeah, to see okay. you. Up Thank next exclusive news, but it's not boosted news. It's gonna be a welcome meridian spirits new sponsor exciting what exciting. do they have to do with kombucha though true Bucha is going to be on i don't know what the, the what the connection is well, we'll we're going to have out. to find out tune in yeah coming up next right here on the modern eater show on i radio
2: Greg, you're a magician when it comes to mixing these things together. You'd be a technician in a DNA lab. You'd be awesome. We've got uh, some old guests here. Uh, Becca's boys, as I've been calling them. Becca came here with Kevin from Pinchy Tacos. Uh, Guys, what are your names again? Uh, My name is Bex. And I'm Bo. Bex and Bo from? Um... Bla- bla- blazing Bros, the cross. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, now, now you have a connection to all this wackiness that's going on here, don't you? Yeah. Tell us what it is. So, we're actually in video production. We got a grant from our school. You want a job? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so we applied for a grant in our school. Awesome. Uh, just at the beginning of the year, and we won. So we were able to get the equipment we needed, and then, yeah. Awesome. Well, once you guys get things started, I want you back. Tell us where we are, where you guys are, so we can keep an eye on you. All right. Yeah. Okay? And that'd be okay? And the next time you come back? You guys asked me some questions. All right. Not yeah. that I know any answers, but at least they can certainly ask, right? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. What would you think? Kind of fun, huh? Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was Yeah, fun. a little rough at the beginning, but we, we got our, our thing in the lane. We've got some words coming up from Growers Organics. We'll be right back.
0: About where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic
2: with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, chef friends. 30 seconds to live read. ...tortillas. known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips. Served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, 10 seconds till I read. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Five seconds. Gamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills.
3: All right. Welcome back to the show. We will continue in just a minute. Trubucha's here along with Meridian Spirits and Booze in the News. But right now, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, hardest working guy in the business. What does Jeff Rourke do? He installs tap lines. Tap lines of your dreams. Sincerely, we've seen a lot of the build-outs that he does. and The brewer wants you to taste the beer the way that they intended it to taste. Don't have all of the stuff in between. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, guys? You're, you're pouring, pouring your, your money down, down the drain. drain. Here's the solution. You don't need to pour your money down the drain. It's a quick fix. Maintenance is a top priority when it comes to tap systems. Jeff Rorkin, A Plus Beverage Solutions. He's the man on the spot. Here's his cell phone number. Wait, let me get a pen. You can call the man direct. 720-272-3809. One more time, please. Okay, 720 272 3809 for the best in installation build out and, and maintenance you want to get a hold of him his name is jeff Rourke in a plus beverage solutions now it's time for the modern eaters booze in brian i
1: get three more beer cold my meat and, grills, and my entertainment
6: explosive all we
3: need is
1: a, <laughs> a chair and a, and a cooler beer here's your
8: booze
3: news Okay, here we go, the Modern Eater Show, last segment, booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. Brian, it's a special moment, and we love to do this. We need some kind of button or a horn or something to honk, but new sponsor alert. They're joining the family. It's Meridian Spirits. Daniel, Alex, you guys, this is it. No turning back now. Thank you. It's like when you take those vows and you're exchanging them, and you go, hey, this is the person I have to be with for the rest of our lives. You don't have to be with us for the rest of your life. You know, we
7: did get to meet your mother today. so You did. It's <laughs> <getting> pretty serious. <laughs> that is serious.
3: When you meet mom, that's it. My mom's pretty cool. Though. She's pretty cool.
6: Yeah, we're in. That's you
3: guys, it. welcome aboard. Thank you. I know, looking for all kinds of cool stuff. First, let's take one minute, talk about Meridian Spirits, where you're located. Just give them the, the lowdown.
8: Um, MeridiumSpirits.com. Check us out there. Um, I know we were having problems with the age gate, so bear with us while well, we have some technical difficulties. If you can't get through, forty uh, some stores in Denver Metro um, m- at the moment, off premise. So we're working to crack that bar and restaurant.
1: Scene. Yeah, we're
6: not in any the bars and premier. restaurants yet. Way <laughs> hey. yet yet. But awkward. you're
1: selling it in
0: forty retail locations.
1: We are. That's, that's,
0: that's, that's a, to, to do. That's almost backwards. And it's just congratulations. The thank congratulations. You. There's yeah. only thank you.
3: two people. I mean, it's that's amazing. awesome. It is amazing. Yeah. It, it actually makes me wonder what you're doing to <laughs> crack uh, that coat.
7: We're not sleeping. Yeah, we- well,
0: I know people love you because I have a, uh, one of my associates, uh, Amy Rapisardo, was telling me the other day. She's like, "Oh, Brian, I'm so stoked! You guys,
3: these guys are coming on your show." Sweet. So, Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Amy. <laughs> yeah, new fam, right? These, Always. These guys, uh, I can't wait to follow their pro- progress. We do want to get some restaurant locations. I think which would be cool don't you guys absolutely yeah Yeah.
7: end of the day tasting room currently no tasting room yeah we are planning on having a tasting room probably in the next 12 months we don't have any idea where it's going to be it's not going to be in elizabeth we know that satellite (laughs) location (laughs) yeah elizabeth is too far away nobody wants to go down there and drink cocktails you can't really get ubers
4: down there no there's
7: no uber
8: so we'll figure something out in the denver metro area
3: it's going to be cool because the networking that we do here in the kitchen, I'll, I can't wait to see the group. We'll have to refer to the tape. We'll come back and go, okay, where were they? The, the year of our Lord right now,
6: what is it? The date today, Jay. Uh 14 December <laughs> year of our Lord 14 <laughs> two, 20, 20, 2019 2019 two yeah.
3: years. Man, ahead. yesterday the Friday the 13th lived up to its ex- expectations yesterday. Oh, is that what it just, was yesterday? <laughs> beautiful, yes, beautiful. that's beautiful. what it was. I, I must have missed that. And did you know that any month that starts on a Sunday, you can expect a Friday the 13th? Oh,
7: I didn't know that. I just, I I, you know. There you
3: go. And did you know every 13 weeks the next Friday the 13th will be in 13 weeks? Oh. Really weird. All right. What what'd you think of that? Amazing. Come on, Mark. <laughs> Mark, you can go straight from this place to Jeopardy <laughs> like that. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, kombucha is a favorite of mine. I love kombucha. And it just so happens I sometimes mix it as a cocktail. Uh, don't tell anybody. Uh, but Mark and Trubucha here with us today. Do you guys like kombucha? Yeah, tell absolutely. the truth. You, not everybody has a taste for kombucha. No, I love it. I love it. And your stuff is really good. But I made an attempt. That's my attempt. Right there. This is you? Yeah, oh, them look right. real good. It's, it's good like town. you remember the uh, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's in between the brown and the yellow. I can I think. see it. Yeah, look like at it. Greg that, Greg Greg Scooby down. though. So, you uh, made a couple of
1: babies though. Look at that. Are those Scooby babies? Well, these are Scooby babies. How do they know how to? <laughs> yeah,
3: look at that. That's just terrifying. <laughs> Chomp on that. Craig. Facebook oh, would you com? eat it? No, I would Ooh. not. I would wait,
0: not. Wait, where's John? John Irvin.
3: He'll eat anything. He'll eat anything. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, uh, obviously, we over aged. What would you call that?
1: I call it like prime. I think it's like great. Really? No, no, no. (laughs) But he's so nice. If you like apple cider vinegar, this is actually like an apple cider vinegar now, but it's all natural Did you taste it? I'm going to taste it with you guys. This is it? I don't don't want to taste this. Come on, (laughs) taste (laughs) it. But you really want to just sip it like a sipping vinegar. So basically, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Just the smell of it is terrible. It, it's gone from kombucha to vinegar. But if you need to clean anything, you now have the best cleaner
3: you can oh, have in your entire man. house. That's a, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Kombucha is an interesting thing because you got to get it. Did you taste that, Alex?
8: It's real tangy. Yeah. I, did you
0: really taste this, Greg? No. Did
8: you not?
3: You I should. Because I couldn't get past the smell. No, this
5: it's
0: isn't bad. You should it, try it. Yeah, you no. should try it. It does not. The smell. It does not taste like okay. the smell. No, it
1: doesn't. At all.
6: Hey, yes. Mark, that tastes any, pretty good. Is there any alcohol in that? Do there there can be. You, you know what? The, the <laughs> lid was there can on. Be. If, if it didn't
1: have the lid on, there wouldn't be. But I would say we're probably pushing about 3% alcohol
3: in Wait, it right now. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> that's delicious. Exactly. That's delicious. Kombucha is an interesting thing. So just for the process, take a minute on how you make kombucha.
1: Well, I mean, it's let's talk about what kombucha really is first. It's basically, there's only four ingredients in it, sugar, tea, water, and the culture, which it created its own little new culture, nice little scobies we got growing here. Um, so basically, you just make a batch of sugar, like a uh, uh, watered-down sweetened tea, and then we put the culture in it, and mm-hmm. we let it sit there for 14 to 21 days, not what
6: has it been three, 45 months. days. Yeah, yeah three like or, that. or four months, something <laughs> like months. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, you guys at True Butcher are doing great things, and you brought us in a dispenser here. We've got it on tap oh, yeah. in the studio right now. Our, what do we what have on habits? tap? What do we have on tap? We have
1: white peach kombucha, and we also brought some of our ginger beer. So We have some prickly pear ginger beer, compliments of Brian over at uh, Growers Organics, where we For the buy ginger. all of our ginger and all of our prickly pears and all of our fresh, fresh ingredients. So yeah.
3: Good to go. Um, we're He's got great s- stuff, man. I know. We love him. He comes back any time that we want him. Well, except last week you were like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to come. <laughs> last week. It was a little short notice. It was yeah. a little <laughs> short notice. We're going to be seeing more of you guys, and you guys, this is great. We're going to have so much fun. Hopefully you'll be able to come to the kitchen often, Absolutely early often. In-
0: and yeah. real quick, before we go, Mark, where's your location? People Lone
3: can tree. come and taste it.
1: Yeah, Lone it's Tree, said- 10047 Park Meadows Drive in Lone Tree.
3: Awesome. Rich has actually been there. Sat down and had a date with his daughter, and they drank kombucha. Nice. The very first month we were open. Go on a kombucha date.
1: Yep, absolutely. Why not?
3: <laughs> Anything else that
1: you're doing right now that's interesting? Oh, man, we've got the ginger beer uh, under Denver Ginger Company that uh, we've been rolling out. Um, we have a sports performance kombucha coming out. We actually have a kombucha sorbet as well that's going to be coming out in 2020 as well.
3: I'm down with that. I'm down with that for sure. Okay, what a show. Love wow. stuff. Whirlwind yeah. of a night. It was crazy in the well, beginning, and it, it finished real smooth. Next week, Chef Carrie Barrett's going to be in the kitchen. I'm going to try and get her to make fancy toast with Aspen Baking Bread. Chef Carrie Bear is always a blast from the Food Network and uh, Bravo's Top Chef. She'll be in the kitchen here with us next week on the Modern Eater Show. Thank you all involved. You guys were great. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you. I was snowboarding yesterday? It was great. All right, cool. (laughs) All right, we'll be back next week right here at Studio Kitchen Colorado. Thanks, everybody involved on the show tonight. Little Rich, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Greg Holland back. We'll see you next week right here on the Modern Eater Show.